I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. everybody and welcome to the long run a weekly live stream about running from the 40 runs running community i'm ian wilkerson and i'll be joined every friday by the founder of the community chris ford to discuss everything about running with special regard being paid to the problems interests and dilemmas that everyday runners face every day when they're out there so um thanks very much you've obviously found us um we're we're going to be live on facebook and youtube every friday at seven o'clock but if you can't make it for that particular time, if you've got to get the tea or there's stuff going on, you've got social events to be at, then we're recording the conversation so you can listen to them at a podcast at your leisure. So perhaps even you've done that already and um, you're out and you run and um, we're accompanying you on that. So um, we can see you and yeah, you're looking great. So congratulations for getting out the door and we hope that we can entertain you for the next 45 minutes or so. Um, in the next three, in the next few weeks, uh, we hope to get some guests on and, um, put some questions to them and uh, have a chat about all sorts of things running. But like I say, we're looking at every day of everyday runners and, uh, you know, the stuff that they're going to be interested in. So um, we'd like your input more than anything as well. So um, if you can um, use um, the comments box, then you can um, make observations. And please, if you've got a question, if you could start your comment with a Q and a colon, just in the pink bar, as you can see at the bottom of the screen, that would really help us out. And that would help Alan 
Alan Bowley, who is our question master. He'll be able to sort them all out and uh, get them into order and everything. So, um, really, this is your gig. This is your show. So we're happy to listen to what you've got to say. We'd love you to get involved. And if you're interested in being involved to an even greater degree, please, please get involved. So Chris is here. And Alan is here, and Toby's producing. You see Toby up there in the corner. He's going to be hey, one of the hey, 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 doing all the technical sort of stuff. So um, we've done a bit of this on Clubhouse, and not everybody's been able to get there. So, Chris, this is a little baby that's been gestating for a long time, mate, hasn't it? You know, and here we are. Here we are. We finally made it. YouTube, YouTube, Facebooking, and podcasting, and everything else that we do. We finally made it. It's been, yeah, it's been a bit of a. Um, I would say, Jody, we was we've been toying with the idea of doing this for a while. Alan's been on at me about it when we've been out running. Toby and I have been arguing about it when we've been out running because we always argue about something. And um, and we got Ian obviously involved because of his journalistic background, and we was um, chatting about it at club night as well. So yeah, it's, it's been something I've been wanting to do for a while. But it's like anything, and it? it's one, it's time because uh, you know. Like all of us, we we don't have any time to do anything. Uh, but also, I think doing it in a different, packaging it in a different way, and and coming at it from, you know, from a different, slightly different angle. Because there's some amazing podcasts, there's some amazing live streams out there. Obviously, we've got a lot of people who follow us on within the Facebook group, the Facebook community, and the Running Club, but also on YouTube as well. We've got a community there as well. So it's it's just important, really, I think, to try and engage with the communities that we've got in Forty Runs. Um. And just try and bring people together. And if if we can sit here and chat rubbish like we do on our long runs, which was basically how this all started, is it, you know came up with the idea of of putting our thoughts, which we talk about. I don't know about anybody else, but when we're running along for three or four hours, you just end up talking absolute nonsense. Um, and it's also quite good sometimes to put it put it out there and listen to other people's opinions on it. So that's where that's where all this came from, really. And that's how we got in the clubhouse. Yeah, Clubhouse went all right, didn't it? But we just didn't quite have the reach, perhaps, through that, through that new medium, you know, no. to get as many people as we wanted to get involved, you know? Yeah, we, we, want, we want to get more people involved. That's, that's the key. That's what 40 Runs is all about, inclusivity, trying to get as many people. Clubhouse, they promised us a lot, but it didn't really deliver. Maybe we was pitching it wrong. I don't know. It's probably our fault. But I think for us, it was just a more to try and almost practice um, on, on Clubhouse. Thanks very much, Clubhouse. Uh, and uh, bless them. Uh, Cheers, Clubhouse. We did all our mistakes on there, so now we're all, you know, we've got it all sorted. Yeah, I think um, I think we'll get there. Obviously, everyone will have to bear with us over the next couple of weeks while we try and find you in this because it's going to be, as always, ambitious but rubbish. Um, but yeah, I'm just keen to get people involved, really, to just to see what to people want to talk about. Obviously, we've got stuff we want to talk about. Um, but just stick your questions in. We're going to try and get some guests up, but not your usual podcasting guests, which, you know, a lot of the guys do very well. They get, you know, elite runners and, uh, you know, celebrities and all that. We want to get people on here who are, you know, everyday runners. So whether it be Michael Wilkes, who's, you know, done incredible things and, uh, and accomplished amazing times and stuff like that, or somebody who's, you know, maybe completed an eight-hour mass or seven-hour marathon and, and tell us about how that felt and, and that kind of stuff, really. So... I think all of them will be people we know and people from the community itself, aren't they? Yeah, I'm happy. I, I want everybody to have a place here. So if they want to, even if they want to vent, they've gone to a race or an event and it was terrible. Come on here and tell everybody about it. That, that's 
you know, it's, it's not just our platform. Yeah, we'll sit here and talk nonsense. I mean, we've got the old boy with his man boobs. He's ready to go. We've got um, we've got Toby who's always happy to pitch in with something stupid to say. But, yeah, I just I just want people to get involved um, and just say far away in the questions. We will we will talk about different stuff that's been going on in the community in the week. Um, but, you know, yeah, just just get involved, everyone. That's my main message. That's just, we're doing this for everybody else, um, taking time out on our Friday to try and entertain and listen and hear what people are saying. So, Alan, um, can you just – I see we've got our first question. Can you just sort of, like, go over, you know, how, what people have got to do again about um, getting a question so we can have a chat about things? Yeah, just jump into the chat box, type your question away, and if you preface it with the queue – I'll be looking out for those comments and uh, feed them into you and Chris during the course of the evening. Right then. Well, we've got our first one, so we might as well kick off, sir, haven't we? Yeah, we've got a question from Laura, and uh, she wants to know what the best tips you have for your pre-race preparation. What what you do, Chris, before your big race? Oh, me? Oh. Do um, you have a routine? Well, I think going to ask it. Toby, because Toby would say he goes to the port at Louis three or four times. Um Sorry, Tom, I shouldn't have mentioned. Yeah, we did well there. Nine road, right? minutes before mentioned. Nine minutes before in his experience. So, top, what was your top tip before a race? Well, yeah, I think just relax. I think more than anything else. I think there's so much. You know what? And that's it's quite interesting to talk about it. Week one, you know, why I started the Forty Runs Running Community and and, and everything that I do um, was because I was going to races on my own and I was sitting there anxiously waiting and there was looking around and there was other people anxiously waiting and I think the, the biggest tip is just to relax um talk to other runners chill out you know you might look a bit of a random going around and talking to people but they're just as nervous as you so I think if you can bring that anxiety levels down then once you get onto that start line whatever wave you're in because there seems to be about a million waves oh by the way remind me Alcatraz triathlon remind me about that um but yeah, just to just to chill out, really, and just just go with a free mind and ready to have a good time. Doesn't matter what time. I mean, you you obviously have to prepare to a certain extent, but you don't have to over prepare, do you? Just just right, have a good time. I mean, everybody goes to very serious. I mean, there's nothing wrong if you're going for an A race, right? But a lot of the time, we're probably using races and events to fine tune, getting ready for something that maybe we're training for later on down the line. So. Just have a good time. Just go easy, free up all that anxiety, talk to strangers and, and don't spend too much time in the portal. And if you do, take a selfie and tag me in it. Yeah. Laura, I hope that helps. See, you got your, oh, MK tomorrow. So um, Milton oh, yeah, Keynes, good luck. you'll smash it. You'll have a great time. It's going to be a beautiful day. And if it ain't a beautiful day, you'll have a good time anyway. So I don't worry about it and just go is, and enjoy yourself. Is it MK... Um, What's it called? A festival of running, isn't it? Oh, uh, by the way, on the Facebook, guys, if you uh, – there's the way this streaming thing works, that you if you register or do something, you can then find out who's asking um, the questions. But, yeah, so, yeah, I think it's – sorry, someone can um, let me know. I think it's an MK, like, weekend. I think they've even got a marathon going on this weekend. I might be wrong, but I'd be very interested to – and also for next week to get people's feedback on what that was like. Mm. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear about what, how, it got, how it went. Laura, yeah, and best of luck. Call it flying in now. Look at this. They're flying in. Loads of questions coming in. Yeah, well, we'll 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 try and smash through them then. Yeah, we've got a question from Dee. I think she's in week two of her marathon training. 
And she's asking about easy runs in terms of what proportion of the training should be on easy runs. Bearing in mind it's only week two of a marathon plan. Nettie Taylor on on here, she's like the 80-20 guru. So, Nettie, if you're listening, we're signing you up for one week of of the long run to come here and talk to everybody about 80 to 20. I think she's read the book, but she's like a guru on it. Me personally, if you're asking me, I run quite a lot of my stuff easy. Like tomorrow, Tobe and I, I, we've been arguing about it all day, what we're going to run, whether it be 16 or 18 miles. But either way, we will run that zone two. We will concentrate on running that zone two um, tomorrow. Super easy. Um, there she is, Nettie Taylor. There you go. Nettie, we need you on here to talk about 80 to 20. But for me, I, I'm, I mix mine up between sort of easy efforts, moderate efforts and high efforts. Uh, I do a fair amount of sort of easy to moderate, I would say. But it, in percentage-wise, what? 60 40, I would say. I try and do quite a couple of high efforts a week. I don't know whether that helps at all, but yeah, you, uh, Nettie's the best person to talk about it. So, whoever asks the question, we'll come back to you. Well, Nettie will, yeah. And I mean, easy, easy pace running, you know, it is beneficial and uh, you know, it, it's comfortable as well. And the easier you run, the more the less knackered you'll be, and the more prone you'll be to do That's more true. mileage. Yeah, so, it's, it's, it's huge. A, it's huge. You want to be, you don't want, especially if you're going for a marathon training block, you don't want to be absolutely dead. It's going to be hard enough as it is. So you want to make sure you are banking easy miles. And then when those quality hard sessions do come along, you're in your best possible shape to do them. And also, obviously, your recovery is a little bit quicker after those long I mean, Alan's a great person to talk about it as well because of his Hanson plan. I mean, Alan, with that Hanson, you're doing a lot of it easy, easy miles, isn't you? Yeah, it's probably similar split, 80-20. I don't necessarily keep a hard and fast rule, but within the six runs a week, there's always two up-tempo runs. So one of them will be short, sharp, 400-metre repeats, 800-metre repeats. Then the second one will be more strength endurance. So today just smashed out a 10K tempo, and that builds throughout the the Hanson programme from week two onwards, really. We know we didn't have a but week. Again, lots of focus on easy. Don't we? Yeah. We need a, we need a Hanson week. Yeah, cool. we, we can have a week. Was a there was a pop group called Hanson. I'm sure there was. Yeah, yeah. Alan's got the air, isn't he? We could dress up. Yeah, they're all white, blonde hair, weren't they? About the Hanson yeah. man with his man boots. They were about twelve, weren't they? About twelve <laughs> years old. What year? Oh, oh, before you were born, mate. There we go. Anyway, we've yeah, sure got, we got loads of questions coming in. Um, don't forget to log in via Facebook because I'm seeing a few Facebook users, so I can't. Yeah, we'd love to give you a shout. We'd love to give you a name check. So please Absolutely. let us know who you are. So, Chris, playlists, music, podcasts, what do you ah, listen well, to when you're on those long runs? Pod- playlist, we've got the 40 Runs playlist, which everybody's chucked in some of the most abysmal tunes <laughs> that I've ever heard. But there's some awesome tunes on there. So the 40 Rose playlist is on Spotify. But podcast, well, firstly, I'd listen to this one so we finally work out how to get it onto a, a podcast, which we should do. Um, and the other podcast, uh, I mean, Fletch is a big lover of the Run Pod with Jenny Faulkner. I know she has some good people on. I personally don't listen to podcasts except for I'll be listening to this one. Um, because... I just, yeah, I can't get into them. I'm too busy, you know, thinking about stuff. I go out there when I run, apart from to annoy Toby, 
uh, whoever else I'm running with, just to try and get my head straight and um, that kind of stuff. But yeah, podcasts are amazing. But yeah, Spotify, Forty Man's playlist. Yeah, Pick it out. I'd be yeah, I'd be more inclined to run, run some music. And um, I've got sort of like a list of about five and a half hours worth of stuff that I've nicked from various sort of like sources and things. But I'll tell you what, I'd also say audio books, excellent for long runs. If yeah. you fancy an audio book. Um, you know, that can be good to get lost in a sort of like a nice book for a couple of hours. Yeah. They're really bad. good and they'll slow you down. They'll keep you, you know, you won't go mad. You know, it's, it's not like having sort of like appetite for destruction <laughs> clanging in your ears for 45 minutes. You know, you okay, can calm down. If, if, if you've got loads of time on your hands like Toby, you can, you can actually get a playlist. If you think about what run you're doing, you can nail it in terms of your pace. If you know what you're pacing, right? then you're going to know where you're going to be in terms of your playlist. If you go on Spotify as well, they've got loads of playlists that are at different beats per minute So yeah. based on running. So if you know that you can do an easy one, you can pick one that's got a lot of sort of R&B and things like that, that are slower sort of stuff. And then if you want something, you know, if you're going to be put through your paces on an interval session, then you can get something that's a bit quicker. Yeah, you're like, so I'd recommend having a look at them, definitely. Or go out with Chris if you're on a fast run, because you'll be trying to run so fast to get away from all these chat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'll keep up with you to talk. Toby wears, right? I just to let you know, everyone, if you've not seen it in any of the videos, right? If you watch it from this week, he actually has if he has his aftershocks on and he has music on. I talk so loud that he can't hear his music. That's how that's how bad I am. I hope we answered that anyway. We've got so much stuff to get through. We're rattling. Yeah, that's good. We? That's what we like, people. That's what we yeah, yeah. We're, What's next, Al? We've got a follow-up. We've got a follow-up question on the easy runs. Will um, has been thinking about his heart heart, his heart zones. Yeah, his zone teeth in, mate. Yeah. Uh, and it sounds like he's, he's kind of been struggling to get his heart rate down. Will, he get, will it come down when he gets fitter or should he buy uh, a heart rate? Well, so that's the has, actual question. Well, how, firstly, how is he monitoring his heart rate? Because if you're using a Garmin just plugged onto your wrist, I guarantee that's not accurate. Um, you need some form of heart rate monitor firstly to make sure you are tracking it correctly. Then you need to set your zones correctly, and that would take some form of – I mean, I did a Cooper test. People argued about that wasn't the right way to do it, but there's always people who know more. Um, but that's what I did to reset my um, zones so I knew that I was um, training correctly to where I was at. But my zones are always adjusting because I'm always wearing my heart rate monitor, apart from Tuesday where I forgot it. But I'm wearing my heart rate monitor. My zones are always, always adjusting. So I would say, firstly, check your technology. And then uh, once you've adjusted your technology, then start thinking about where you are in terms of your pace and relative effort to your zones. If that makes any sense. hope that helps. Who was, who was the question? Who was it from? That was from, it was from Will. So we've got one. Go, this Will. is right up your street, Chris. Oh. That was Will about the heart rate zones. But yeah. I've got a question from Harpreet. Wants to know, up-tempo shoes for wide feet. They've tried Skechers, Razor Excess, oh. but too tight and gave blisters. Nah, I know it's... you're a big Skechers fan. So come oh, on. Well, You've got I've to respond to that yeah. one. I've got, the, um, I've got the new ones. The, where, what was I, I was wearing them yesterday. What were they called? Max Road 5. Um, so what was it again? What's, what was the question? Up-tempo shoes for wide feet. The Skechers didn't work. Tempo shoes for wide feet. Yeah, te- sketches wouldn't work. Um, so I thought we were back on music again. I'll have a look. Tempo shoes. 
What about your what about, oh, what about a pro two from Sockney? Firm? That's not a bad shout. Sockney Pro Two is not a bad shout. Maybe they're too expensive. They're what are they? One eighty nine. I'm just looking up at the shoes we've got in at the moment. A six meter Sky Speed. Not bad. They're wide enough in the toe box. If actually, if anything, the the new A six old type. Hold on, he's going to get a pair. He's got some. Box fresh. Nah. I was filming. I was filming a piece on these earlier, but the toe box on these and the A six. It's really wide. You see the flare? Yeah, see the flare there? But this toe box is really wide. There's actually almost too much. If you compress that, they're almost a little bit too wide. But they're expensive. That's the only problem. So I'll have a think. I'll come back to you on cheaper ones. Hmm. There we go. Al, what's next? We've lost Al. We've lost Al. Nutrition. Let's talk about nutrition, how to fuel for those long runs. There was a couple of questions based around nutrition. We need to get, we need oh, to on nutrition, Al. We know we need to get next week, yeah. Simon, the fitness of food guy on. Yeah, he'll be good. He knows all about that stuff. But what, what's your general advice for those longer runs? What are you going to be fueling on tomorrow morning? Uh, well, I've already started by the pasta I had tonight. Um, and I will be using a concoction of active fruit. Um, and I've still got some humor H-U-M-A gels in the cupboard, which I'm trying to work my way through uh, to get rid of them because I got a bucket load of them when I was using them a couple of years ago. So I'm working my way through them. So I'll probably be on the active fruit electrolyte because of the heat. Um, I'll load up with a, a bottle or two of that, and then I'll fuel it. If we're doing what we do, it's st- we ain't sorted it out yet. You're still arguing, aren't you? He reckons, he reckons what was it, 18? 18, yeah. 18. So 18, what's that? Two gels, isn't it? So I'll probably just fuel up with two gels along the way. And uh, um, Chris, do you ever go, um, do you ever go out fasted? Do you ever eat, um, run without eating? Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go fasted up until about 13 miles. Anything over um, 13 miles, I, I tend to then fuel up beforehand. Uh, but usually under 30 miles or under, yeah, I'm quite. I much prefer running fast. I'd run fast for further if I could, but obviously you've got to be conscious, you know, of where you're depleting your reserves and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you just got to be smart when you're out. And I, and I wouldn't necessarily recommend it as much in the summer. Winter training is a little bit easier because when you're in the summer, you know, you can sweat it. Here's a cool fact: a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact. You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. 
and, and everything else is working doubly hard. So I'd just be, uh, just be, uh, and, like, and I mean, I'm sure it'd be a recurring theme through the weeks that it's all, you've got to find out what works for you. We're going to oh, get this on all sorts of different subjects, aren't we? And it's just a lot of it. It's just sort of experimenting and um, trying yeah, to find yeah, out. Yeah, well, yeah, whatever works for you. I mean, uh, Rachel just put in the chat, um, Haribo. Uh, I mean, people, uh, I mean, my brother-in-law, I never forget, he ran a marathon fueled on jelly babies or jelly beans, I think he was. So whatever works, right? Something find what works, works for you. Yeah. That would be, I mean, in layman's terms, I do, you know, I think that's... Um, That'd be the key with nutrition, wouldn't it? Just experiment, yeah, yeah, yeah. experiment as much as you can. Don't do anything new on your race day, and then God, go for it for now. I love it. This, this is yeah. boring. You so, keeping up, Al? It, yeah, no, <laughs> struggling. Remember how old he is. He can't keep up. We've yeah, got don't the type too fast. So, so I'm, I'm going to go back to a question from Sultan. And he was asking about stretching in terms of what's a, what's a good stretching regime, particularly if you're out doing high mileage. Oh, dear. I mean, this is the worst format to show it on, isn't it, really? <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, I was like... He wasn't uh, asking for a live demo. Perhaps oh, that's good. That's handy. He wouldn't be getting mine. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's funny. We, I, I start, when we started the clubs and stuff like that, I put into place... Effective, what are they? Total? Eight stretches, are they? Eight, probably in total, that are a sort of general overbody experience. Mm. Um, but we but we effectively work most of the muscles that we uh, stretch, most of the muscles that we've used. Lots uh, of hamstrings and quads in there, and hamstrings, quads, you know, all that sort of stuff, and, and hugging just, trees. But but kind of low, not like high stress in terms of uh, of stretches, but. We do those eight stretches and I tell the guys, hopefully, you know, you're going to do that after every high effort, right? But, I mean, really, we should be doing, we should be doing yoga. We should be doing, mm. you know, proper stretching and all this sort of stuff. Pilates, we should, as especially if you're training, half marathon training, marathon training, you should really, really be stretching everything out properly. Um, it's one of the worst things that I neglect. Um like I think, like, and then this is perfect. Why, why, you know, this, why, why I want to achieve that is because I'm like, I'm like everybody else, like you guys. You don't have time. You walk through the door. You got the kids. You, you know, you're doing this. You, I've got Mrs. Foley shouting at me because I've probably not got the milk. Um, I've got the dog who, who wants to, you know, play, and and you know, you've got a million things to do. Oh, you've got to eat as well. You, your last thing you want to be doing is stretching, and it, you just forget about it. And it's it's terrible habits and. It can make such a difference if you do do it properly and regularly. I, I reckon it knocks plenty of time off off of any run you do if you do it properly. But just go on YouTube and and, and follow along to you know we did a we did a yoga thing like thirty is it thirty minute or sixty minute yoga thing. It might not be for everyone, but even if you put it on for twenty five minutes and do a bit of it, job done. There's you know loads I mean? of good yoga stuff on YouTube. Yeah, the Adrian stuff's fantastic. Like you, you, know. you do need yeah, to do got, it. But we've got. A I think Alan's just looked. Oh, go on. Seems to be a response in terms of program. Yeah, I've done a few sessions. I love it. It's really good. It's a bit like Chris says. It's squeezing it all in. Weekly yoga. I'd have to thumbs up from a fair few views. Yeah, there's lots of love for yoga in there. That's good. 
Yeah, Nicky's just wrote, Nike Run Club app has free yoga. Yeah, go good advert for Nike app. So get on that, people, and do your, do your yoga. Yeah, yoga yourselves up. We need, we've got a yoga teacher. The lady who did the, um, did the class, maybe we'll get her on, and we could talk about yoga one week. I'll tell you, is that another person will get on. I don't know if she's watching or not, but we'll get um, we'll get the old osteo on and all that because she's a brilliant about uh, talking about where to stretch and how to stretch. She goes when I go in there moaning about all my injuries, she um, she gives me all these amazing stuff to do. Um, so she, Monica would be a great one to get on here actually and talk about it. I think there'll be a lot of questions on that one as well. So that's a good shout. Right, well, who's next? What's next, boys? What we got, Al? Right, well, Ian's just dropped in with a with a, a question about the future of running stores. So, with us all being able to oh. buy cheap and online, is uh, the future of the running store a thing of the past? This, are they dead? That is a very, what very interesting point. Very interesting. Because one of the things that people ask me a lot, so I'm, so I'm just checking something on my phone badly. Um, one of the things I get asked about a lot is uh, gate analysis and all that kind of stuff. Um, and I think um a good decent local store is where that can be done obviously ideally you go to a physio and someone who's not getting paid to or or, or, you know try and sell shoes but a good decent local running store um and there's a couple around in Hertfordshire where I am they do good gate analysis and I think that's where that's where they offer some value and um and a slight insight into into trying stuff but I do I do fear for the um, running shop. I'd love to open a running shop up in terms of, you know, selling stuff and more so for just people to hang out and talk about running. Um, But is it economical? Is it viable? No. What you would make from selling a couple of pairs of trainers, it would never be viable. So I don't think it is. And I think, you know, you see the shops like up and running and, and that lot, you know, out and about runners need and places like that. They're never busy. They, they never seem to be because everyone goes in there, tries the shoes on, and, and, and then goes and buys them online for like 10 quid, 20 quid cheaper, which is a shame. Um, but I, th- I, I do think just to, I do think the local ones have a, have a chance because of like, um, and what's his name, um, Al in Chelmsford? Um, I can't remember his run name, active. You know? yeah, Dave great, from run active. yeah, um, but he's in, he, he's entwined in the community, that's the sort of shop that would probably um it's symbolic of the whole you know shopping experience though isn't it you know we're all going online about everything that's you know it's just not it's not just the um sort of running shop sector at all it's it's everything you know town centers are now places you go for a haircut and a cup of coffee that's just the way things are at the moment it's interesting you talk about haircuts i've noticed uh, i don't know if anybody else i just let it run into a secret we was testing this you may have seen it if you're in the facebook group but we've been testing this all week and um, toby earlier on had a very, very different looking barnet to what he's got now. I suspect he's gone out, not that I want to stitch him up, but he looked he looks slightly more handsome than he did earlier. And I don't know if that's possible. And he's got blusher on, I think. Has he got blusher on? I had the makeup artist, artist oh, yeah. Around, actually, yeah. Yeah, we did mention go to makeup before. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Yeah, where are we now? What are we now? I've, I've I've definitely lost my thread now. Um, so Kirsty, you never had, you only had one marathon. job. <laughs> what? Yeah, Kirsty's been asking about the London Marathon. What's the, what's the shoe for her? So you know, what shoes should she be wearing for those long runs? 
You know, we've talked about up-tempo, talked about speed. Comfort, over 26 miles, where's where's the place you go? Depends what your goal is, I think. If 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 you're if you're looking just to finish, get the same medal as everybody else, have a good time and muck about, then get whatever works for you, whether it be, you know, glide ride or, or glycerine 19 or I'm just looking at a, a Clifton 8. I was doing a video about the Clifton 8 today. Um, you know, something comfortable that's, you know, that's going to work for you that you've trained in. But if you are then looking for a time, then maybe you need to, you know, go down that route of something a little bit more lively, a little bit more of a super shoe, let's call it. But again, a lot of it comes down to to price. I think it's really important. No, you know, I'm so lucky in, in the world that I am with, you know, the shoes that we get sent in and loaned and, and tried out and all that sort of stuff. And I do buy my own shoes as well. Um, but if you can only afford one pair of shoes, then, you know, you're driven by budget I a lot of the time aren't you and there's there's so many good shoes out there and they're all they've all got a place except for um there's one shoe i'm going to do a video on it it's kind of come out probably in about two weeks as the worst shoe i've had this year and and that's not the um nike invincible that got me injured but there's another one that's the most pointless shoe i've actually bought it's not one i actually got sent through from a manufacturer um but it's just oh, it's just useless. So yeah, I think it, it depends whether it depends whether what you're going for. I think in terms of your goals, but whatever okay. it is, make sure you try it out loads. Yeah. yeah so Ian's come box, back with a, a comment. Um, one of his issues with those local shops is their lack of choice, and, and yeah. I think that is a problem, isn't it? In terms of you know some yeah. of the big brands have quite yeah. tough terms and conditions in terms of. Yeah putting off local suppliers. But while we're on shoes, again, very hot topic. So I know we've been discussing it in the Facebook group today. How many pairs of shoes do you have on rotation, Chris? I uh, know your prop's not norm, not average, but... Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not because obviously I, I get I get a lot coming in and stuff like that. I try and put... I have one, at least one a week that goes in that starts off new. Um, so, for example, we'll be starting with... I mean, I've already done a run, running them already, but uh, the the Adios Pro uh, that so. But in general, I did a video about it, my rotation. But I've I've got about, I think I've got about six or seven that I kind of flit around with. But because of you know what we do in terms of the shoe reviews and that, like I flit in and out. But I do have my favourites, and I did that was what I did on the video. I did do my favourites, you know, where I spoke about like the the Mac Fours and the the sort of sketches of this world, and obviously. My beloved glide rides, which I'm, look, they're in the museum. Look, they're in the museum. Look, look at them. Look, they're in the Wardy, uh, the um, Fordy Trainer Hall of Fame, are they? Oh, yeah, they made it. They made it. Into, <laughs> they made it to the museum. And why people are asking these ones? Look, these ones that people, these are the ones that I ran London in one year, and they got um, the girls' date of births on them. You know, because you could do that Nike. Yeah, what's it called? So I've got both of them on the other side. So they're Nike in the, ID Hall of Fame. But that was a Pegasus, you know. So, you know, that wasn't, um, you know, that was back when, you know, I didn't even worry about what shoes I was in. What about you, Al? How many pairs of shoes you run in it? Yeah, I mean, he's only got me. He's just as bad. Look at him, look. Now, it depends on your definition. I've got, I think, six pairs of white shoes on rotation, <laughs> and then I go into my colourways. Obviously, those whites go from box fresh white down to a, a mouldy grey. 
I was like, so it's like a Dulux chart of all the different types of white. Yeah, colour chart. Why do you want to go I don't see the obsession with white, white shoes. I mean, yeah, well, I'd never buy a pair of white ones because I just get them all caked up. Yeah, I did. I, 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 is it today's video with the Saucony or the one from the other day with the original oh. white Sauconys that I had, the endorphins? They're gross. They're disgusting. They look lovely on the the finish line photos. They just make you stand out. Avoid the puddles. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a price worth paying for the finish line photos? We're we're still in the feet area. We've had a question about socks. Where do you go for socks? What do you recommend? Well, I have to say Runderwear and I have to say Chimera. Um, Are you an ambassador? I have to say those two straight away. Um, but you know what? This whatever you can get cheap. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend. I wouldn't recommend the decathlon ones. I ran them uh, on, on one. I did the video and I got blisters with them. I tell you what are good, uh, which might not uh, be that obvious, or maybe is obvious. Is Gymshark. Gymshark do some runner socks, and I'm not being paid from Gymshark. Um, funny enough, but the um, but the Gymshark ones are quite good. Yeah, and a couple of votes for more miles as well. I've had a few pairs of those. Uh, and run the wear and come here. Run the this is great that we're getting all the feedback from people sort of like making suggestions of their own things when it comes to like trainers. And, yeah, that's, what, that's like. what it's all about. We yeah. like to hear all that. We love to hear all that. It's just opinion. It doesn't. Yeah. Because I say something, it can't make nothing. <laughs> okay. Right, so we've got about 10 more minutes, I reckon, Al. Is yeah, it going to by? It has. Know, it's gone fast, hasn't it? So, so Rohit's picked up on our kind of theme around shoe rotation and he's asking, mm. can too much variation cause problems in terms Absolutely. of injuries? Absolutely. Yeah. I couldn't, yeah. Don't, it, I mean, Monica from the osteo, she just, every time I get a new shoe in, she like, just does more money. She's like, oh, this is going to be awesome. I'm going to be getting him in again soon. Um, because one of the issues that I had, the uh, Invincible caused, um, was the pronation. So the two muscles, you know, that control your pronation, I'd basically irritate the hell out of them by running in the invincible. And that is what ultimately training through that then caused me the problems. Cause then obviously I did the Dorney marathon. That is what has caused the issues on my left leg. So yes, it is the worst thing um, to, I believe to be training through all these different shoes and it's amazing. I, I mean, just putting those wild horse, um, not wild horse, those Max Road fives on yesterday. I instantly, you can just feel that I was settled in them. I mean, I was only, I was only doing the kids clubs in them, weren't I? But you can just feel from the from the stability of the platform that that's a shoe that suits me because and because I put the uh, what's it called the pros on the other day, the Adios Pro things, and and I was like that in them. So you just know, and, it, and you know, I'm I'm doing myself harm, but. That's where I, I'll, you know, I say I take I take a shoe for a, a, at least a week, uh, and first impressions videos we always do, unless it's something like mental. I'll take a shoe out and, and run twenty miles in it, but usually I try and get at least three runs in them, at least three runs on a shoe, um, before I do a first impressions. And but some of them I'm, I may limit what I'm doing in them, and then tell you about it because literally I'm all over the place. So yeah, it's a, it is bad. If you know, if unless you're really lucky and like, and you're just like built like out of aluminium or something or titanium, and your legs can take it, but mine can't. So 
that's why I only I tend to only go for stuff as well that I know will pretty much suit me as well. Cool. And um, Al, do you reckon we could go through Robert's mm-hmm. question about his ultra and then Claire's question, and then we might have to wrap things up because we're charging around. Yeah, I think I think that should. Yeah, we can. So, so Robert's epic. He signed up for the Equinox Twenty Four in September. He's going to try and nail 100 miles, if you can get your head around that, in 24 hours. We need an ultra marathon. Uh, what's our recommendations? I know, I'd Good night's sleep. But what's, his re- what's your recommendation for that 3 a.m. hit? What, what are you going to be chomping down on at 3 a.m.? Is it real food? Is it energy? Where would you be going? I, I've got to be honest, I, for the only experience I've got, right, I've never done an ultra. I don't think it, I'd love to do it. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I'm built for it. But I think if we train, but I think the only thing I could think of when I was did um, Ragnar Relay and I was running at three o'clock in the morning, the only thing that was that I was craving then was a bottle of Coke. It was the only thing that I, I couldn't. I, it was it was I didn't fancy anything to eat. All right, we'd loaded up with Nando's, um, but I'm not running, am I? So it, I, I can't I can't say it's, it's so hard. It's, we'll definitely have an ultra special. Well, one week we'll have an ultra special. We'll do yeah. all the ultra inquiries, and we'll yeah. probably we'll publicise that plenty in plenty of time, so people have got the opportunity to get their ultra questions in. Yeah. So if we take Claire there now, and then uh, we'll have to wind things up, right? So, so yeah, we'll, we'll move on to Claire. So Claire signed up for the Brighton Marathon, so I'll see you there. Uh, she's into week seven. Of, a, of her 18-week plan. So it sounds like it's going quite well. Um, but she's got half coming up shortly, this mm. weekend, in fact. Mm. So what should she be doing? Should she be going out steady? Or is this the time to see where it's all been going and should she be chasing a PB? Is that for me? Yeah, go for on. For you, from Claire. Yeah, I, I personally, if I was in week seven of marathon training, I would run it as though it was the start of my marathon. To, and I would go at goal pace and I'd be looking to absolutely nail my pacing splits or my strategy, depending on what I was running. So let's say we are running, I'm running, we're, I'm looking for 345. If Toby's looking, should be looking for less than that, even though he said he's doing 345. But I'm looking for 345. So whatever my splits are, um, Toby will know because I keep forgetting. But I will go out and I will race and I will do bang, 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 bang. And I will use it purely as a practice into seven weeks. I would use a 10K to see where I'm at, personally, because there's less sort of impact. It's a higher effort and that's fine and that's not going to impact me too much. But I would use the, the half marathon prep as, as, a, as a sort of – because you, you can learn a lot, you know, in terms of fueling, fuel it correctly as though you was in your marathon and start off and make sure you run the first three miles as though you'd run the first, you know, part of your marathon and all that kind of stuff. It's, it's invaluable. It really is. Well, I hope that helps. Um, well, yeah, at all. Sounds like good well, advice. Thanks ever so much for everybody Blimey. who's come. Yeah, no, it's been brilliant. You know, can it's I, really taken off. Hey, can I just add one thing? That's all right. Yeah, go on. I just want to say, no, firstly, thanks everybody for, um, for tuning in. Um, we're back at seven. I know this is checking on your toes a bit, but, so the way this is going to work, we're going to do this. We're going to try and do this every week. We're going to try and mix it up with different people. We want different guests in. So we're going to have people in from hopefully from the satellite groups. We want people in from the Facebook community. If you're watching this on YouTube and you want to be on, on the channel and you want to talk about something, DM me via Instagram. Um, but we want to get people on. We're also I say looking for 
everyday runners, yeah? So not just, you know, like the other people out there that are doing stuff. Yeah, you know, I'll try and get a few different people on, but I really want sort of everyday runners coming on talking about their experiences, their races. If you've done an event that you really enjoy, come and tell me about it. Come and tell everybody. Um, so, yeah, we just – we I just want to get everybody involved, and I just want to say thanks ever so much to everybody yeah, a lot of people watching tonight, and I really appreciate it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll leave the rest of you in. Yeah, it's been really good. Um, hopefully, you'll be able to join us again next week. Well, listen again. Hopefully, it'll be on the podcast. You can take it all in again. Get all those golden nuggets and think, oh, I missed that bit. Well, you can listen to it, hopefully, on a podcast during the week. Send us messages on Facebook. Tell your friends. Ask If you've got observations, questions, DM us. Write on the Facebook group and tell us what you'd want to do. Next week, we'll all be preparing for the um where 10k so we're all looking forward to that so we will um, we'll talk about that perhaps we'll talk about um you know post-covid races and uh, mm. the way forward and all that sort of thing but you know it's your show please ask us your questions whenever you can we'd love to see you next week so we'll be here on the same format seven o'clock on friday cheers al thanks toby thanks boys cheers, cheers Thank you for listening and we shall see you all hopefully next week. Have a great weekend running. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 